Reports of an alien spaceship crash landing in Roswell, New Mexico. There's something they're not telling us. It's my duty as a reporter to find out for you, the American people. And that's a fair picks guarantee. Fear picks won't let you down. Fear picks will find the truth. This is an emergency broadcast. If anyone's out there, please honor the humanity. Good to be back. That's right. Fear picks time. Love fear the theme. picks. Gets me amped. You thought we wouldn't do it. You thought that we wouldn't <laughs> be here for fear picks. That was a mistake. Everyone thought we weren't going to make it back, but right. look at us. We're making full back. swing. Yeah, this is a, this is a hearty three episodes in a row on time. A three episode right. run? Yeah, that terrifies me to a certain Don't call extent. it a comeback. <laughs> Please never, don't. Never left. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> we never left, except for those four or five months where we didn't publish an episode. But other than that, we never left. We're here. We're I, just you cooking know, off camera. There's I'm not going to apologize. There's no pandemic to keep us off track anymore. No. Yeah. Hoax. Yeah. Is, is, that, is that how we're starting off beer picks? <laughs> we're starting it off. We're taking a hard stance. COVID. We get down to the bottom of it. Not real. Look, we, we've been at the bottom of COVID. We can't talk about it, but we've been. Girl, there. we broke COVID. Speaking of, you know, you know what's scary? You know, we can start off fear picks with that uh that article that I sent earlier where the scientists at uh was it was it Boston? Those Boston scientists cooking yeah, up I think a, so. A variant that's eighty percent deadly. Good job, guys. We did What's it. Going on? Why? Why are we? Why are we making the virus more potent? What's the why? deal? It can, with that? it can do. It can finally do its job and take us all out. That's right. COVID nineteen was the test run. COVID twenty twenty two. That's the. That's the real bombshell. That's the big boy. It's the big boy. Some of you guys are pretty cool. Don't go to Boston. Boston, Boston Massachusetts, Ground Zero. I, I think it's going to spread like wildfire if that's the case. I just can't believe they did that. It was it is it just to like get ahead of these things? Is that kind of why they like engineer that's a pencil yeah. ask? Supposedly they go like, oh well, here's a potential trajectory that the virus could take if it became more deadly, and we can study how it spreads and we can study how it I call bullshit. I don't, I don't think also, that's, I don't think it's worth it. <laughs> isn't that what's how the, the first one got out? Well, oh, what's the trade-off here, right? So we have a virus that is, you know, 78% more deadly than the original strain, just just so that we can study a hypothetical situation where maybe this is the path that the virus takes. It's like not only are they testing, they're not just testing it. They made it. They created it. Yeah. Yeah. What? It's like Why? literally <laughs> put them before the tribunal and let's send them to prison. I've had Nuremberg. We need to have another Nuremberg. And those those people are first up. Lock them up. We should Look. do a disclaimer that uh, we we take COVID seriously too. We're locking up the scientists too. Just, Look, I, and the I take it seriously. Play. That's why I, that's why I'm concerned that somebody's cooking right. up more potent variants. <laughs> again, right? Parentheses because again. I take it seriously. Just had to add a disclaimer. Oh no, of course. For we're, we're, we've mentioned we can't COVID get so for the legal the first. legal team made time for that in. Yeah, we're, right. we're, we're, I think we're going to get our first uh, COVID nineteen disclaimer banner on I hope Spotify. So. That's that's going to be really exciting. Whoa, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a big milestone. That. Big day. That's a big they milestone. They didn't flag anything when we were talking about like uh people getting thrown in trucks and stuff. Like 
Yeah, back back when it was first breaking on China. That's a, actually. Let me go back and check. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Do we ever do we actually cover that on the pod back in like 2019, or do we save that one for later? It was a great I, question. I know we were talking about it in the chat in like October 2019. Oh, 100%. oh yeah, never mind. We did we did get our first uh, learn COVID 19 banner, but it was not on Corona hold the virus. It was on quarantines. Uh, <laughs> Corona. That's a good ass episode name. I'm proud of that one. That one doesn't have a disclaimer. That one. That one somehow does not have a disclaimer, and I th- I think it's because you know what it is. At that time, people were still calling it coronavirus, but uh, in the the description for quarantines, we mentioned COVID nineteen specifically. Okay, but, they, need to, they need to work on their their SEO a little better. Yeah, the algorithm is not uh, not putting the work it should be. The branding's not there. You know, you expect a little better from the CDC for their their guidelines. And their- yeah, yeah. What are you gonna do? It's only been you know two and a half years. They'll get it eventually. Yeah, we're we almost there. Once the new one drops, once the new COVID strain drops, we'll be good to go. <laughs> once that once that banger eighty percent death rate variant hits the, hits the hits the market. Eighty that is such a eighty percent is a weighty number. We're begging for it. That's, we all, that's just, hard. we all just needed it to be made. So yeah, that is really heavy. Because <laughs> they look. I, I mean. COVID right now is pretty serious, right? But they put the death rate for that. It's like under 1%, I think, grand scheme right. of things. Uh, 80%, 80% is a little worrisome. 80% is so many people. That's <laughs> that's a lot of people. Think, think about how many people, people you know that have gotten COVID and then chop out eight out of 10 of those. Dead. Dead. <laughs> how do I'm you feel still now? clean, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's I'm right you're, you're the last man on earth to be covid free i can't believe it you never got covid josh i'm a hermit wow <laughs> he said i work from home i live alone it's that's over. true that's true i'm gonna live forever that's right <laughs> you just might they're gonna be studying you in in museums <laughs> your your skeleton is i'm gonna still just display. typing away making kroger ads <laughs> they, have you, they have your skeleton hunched over a desk i'm 200 my bones are still moving <laughs> Muscle memory. Happens. They've got you in the bodies exhibit, and they're like stimulating your your muscles. That <laughs> the electrons are flowing through me. Yeah, you're you're still you're eternally trapped there. That's the ultimate nightmare. Yeah, it doesn't sound like a good time. I feel yeah, like uh, I feel like you should have gotten some kind of credit for not getting COVID. Like yeah, a, I feel like a like stimulus check. Yeah. I was gonna say there needs to be another round of stimulus checks coming. To Only people that did not test positive get the checks. That's right. I mean, you did the they'll, worst. They'll be like, they'll be like, oh, we contact trace to you. You actually walked past someone that had it. Uh, oh, absolutely. Twenty twenty. So actually, we're not gonna. You actually owe us more tax dollars. Now. That secret phone setting that we didn't tell you about actually <laughs> picked you up walking next to somebody who had COVID. So yeah. So actually, that's not. There's no money coming. So we, you know, we got to do. We should do a, a recap of COVID from you know from like the like a little timeline. A COVID time capsule episode. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. I'd love to fun. do that. I feel like Just we probably like, we still have to be like another year or two removed. Is, right. is the, there's kind of like a statute of limitations on still too hot. tragedies. Yeah. But it's just like there's so many memories from that time that all got like swept up in the pandemic. But like there was a lot that happened that was just bizarre. I mean, honestly, it'd be funnier to go through the timeline of things that were happening in like pop culture oh, throughout yeah. COVID and all that. <laughs> I don't know. March 2020, the Imagine video drops with all of our favorite celebrities. <laughs> And then, like, the people making fun of it, that drops the next month. April 2020, Vanessa Hudgens says that deaths are inevitable and we should just kind of expect it. <laughs> that was 
And this is what I'm talking about. I forgot <laughs> about all of that. I all know. It's, it's all deep. The yeah. chaos. Yeah. The chaos, dude. The so toilet okay. paper run. Yeah. Wiping oh, down boxes gosh. with like wipes. I never did that, but I know some people did. I really I, considered it. I was just, just like, yeah. I don't have to. I was like, if that shit gets me that way, then so be it. <laughs> I was meant to die. If, if I, it was uh, living on a box, I got no chance. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to Kroger with some gloves on. I was, I was deep in it. I never I broke the gloves it. out. I don't think. Yeah. I don't think I had any. Whatever. Well, this isn't we're, actually we're a COVID that. episode. That's but. right. We're we're on to October 2020. It's fear picks time, baby. Mm-hmm. We, we uh, just only have one setting. That's right. Fear. And it's and it's just the uh, yeah, we're we're in fire hose set fear. to maximum, and we're we're spewing everything. We're just excited to be here. That's Pardon right. Us. Pardon our I'm, dust. I'm excited, dude. I, fear picks. I always get so excited for fear, fear picks. It does. We always end up some, with some of my favorite topics. Uh, last year, I, I can't help but feel feel like we we really kind of screwed ourselves last year because we burned through some good topics all we in did. just one season. We We're did. like, wait a minute, it's gonna be the same next year. Yeah, I've got. But, I feel like I've done so much research about that stuff since then. I feel like we gotta. Oh, I know. Revisit some things. Maybe yeah, maybe next year it'll be like a, a cryptids revisited uh, episode or where are they wrong. now? There Didn't has to be do... like an aliens check in, uh, you know, every other year or two. Although that's like every other episode for us. So yeah, something gets mentioned. We did a who's which cryptid are you right? Wasn't that? <laughs> I think we were the Loch Ness monster, weren't we? That's right. That's right. The three of us where we answer the questions together. That's yeah, right. that sounds right. Famous, regal, a little camera shy, big attraction. <laughs> you can check out the episode for unforgettable that. That's right, today. Baby. We got three new topics for you. Uh-oh. And you the order it. has not been decided yet. Whatever. Tommy, you go ahead and just start on what you want to say. Yeah, I'm already talking. Keep it rolling, baby. I will say, so the we all have three separate topics, but they're all kind of under the umbrella of high strangeness. We, yeah. we decided was was today's Ooh. theme. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a weed thing. It's not like a stoner, whatever. <laughs> it's like yeah, very... Man high levels of strangeness that would be it's like such it's like highbrow like highbrow comedy like a lot of you probably don't understand it if your iq is not high enough that'd be such a good name for a, a strain of weed is high strangeness <laughs> it really that would, that would be awesome <laughs> yo bro hit this it's high strangeness it's available now in the feet pick shop you're, you're gonna see a gray alien running across your room after you uh after you, you snag this anyway we've got some fun new topics this year Absolutely. for this episode i uh don't know if you guys have ever heard of it it's a little thing called the kentucky meat shower Ooh. oh i've heard of it your girl was giving me one last night <laughs> <laughs> saw, you, saw your boyfriend at, at the club last night <laughs> at the kentucky meat shower club <laughs> well yeah we're going to this new bar that i just found it's called the, the kentucky meat shower you guys it's heard a, of this it's a great name it really is it sounds like it could be a man versus food challenge as well. Sort Kentucky, of like a like a barbecue yeah. all you can eat type deal. I don't know why I'm picturing like a euro, like a euro all you can eat type thing. They, Ooh, like a, yeah, I could pop it then. I don't know why. Just getting that feeling. But it's, uh, it's just because it is just like just loose meat just stuffed in there. Right. And I could I could get behind that. Kentucky, sure. I bet you could do like some really good Kentucky barbecue and call it. Oh yeah. I mean, if I ever this for another time. Yeah, that's six not, racks that's, of ribs. Uh, I got something called wings. a meat tornado. <laughs> Literally killed a guy last year. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking exactly. of the meat tornado. That's right. Um, so tell Kentucky, us what, what exactly is this uh, Kentucky meat shower? The Kentucky meat shower uh, happened in March 
1876. So we are 100. A few years removed. 140, 140 years. Uh, this was in Bath County, Kentucky. Shout out to you guys if you're listening from Kentucky. <laughs> They're actually Bath our County highest uh, listener demographic is uh, Bath <laughs> County, Kentucky. It's just about every single person that lives there uh, listens to the show. They've been waiting for this uh, for the story, but the Kentucky Meat Shower, what it was, uh, the article basically says on March 3rd, 1876, residents of Bath County in Kentucky were amazed to see flakes of meat falling from the sky. The meat storm lasted for several minutes, covering a small 100 by 50 yard area of the Allen Crouch Farm. Uh, there was enough meat to fill a large wagon, they said. <laughs> Some of the some of the locals actually took it upon themselves to taste the fleshy substance, which like you, fellas, I, be honest. Are you tasting the meat shower meat? Are you grilling that up? Are you are you grilling that up for your next party? What's the deal? Now are these like a are these like a grocery store quality cut, like a butcher quality cut? I was, I was gonna say when, like you, when a, you say flakes, how do they mention like how big the average is it like beef jerky? Is? Yeah. Yeah, so basically the uh, the size of the meat, it was, uh, it ranged, the particles ranged in size from a delicate shred as light as a snowflake to a solid lump three inches square. I love articles <laughs> from the 1800s because they just, they there nothing is like so specific. There's like about as large as a snowflake and right. is as big as a small square. Or a barrel. Okay, but think about it. Yeah. If a, the a biggest wagon. one is like, like three inches and it fills up a large wagon. That's a, that's lot, of a meat. lot of meat. That's, that's a lot of meat shower now. Yeah. Now that's I assume this shower. meat is raw. Uh, yes, that's the other thing. Uh, so <laughs> the meat was the mystery meat. Did they ever identify the animal? There's a there's a couple things to this. So one okay. was the meat was charred. Oh, okay. So charred. Why? Sort of a tartar, perhaps uh, style. <laughs> tartar style exactly they said that uh they when they tasted it too it appeared similar to beef uh the flavor resembled lamb mutton or venison um a little, little gamey then maybe but then we got actual scientists on the case because these are locals and they are farmers nothing wrong with farmers just a, a second our farmers look. we got Farm a second strong. look on there right uh mr leopold brandy's delivered a sample of the substance to a doctor for analysis who announced that the meat had been identified that fell as lung tissue from either a horse or an a human infant. What? Further scientific study corroborated his claim that some of the meat flakes were lung tissue as well as muscle tissue and cartilage. How, what, what exactly is the, the similarity between a human infant and a horse? I feel like those are drastically different types of, <laughs> I guess like I, in regards to like lung or uh, skin, sorry. Yeah. Skin classification or like types okay. of skin lung yeah. tissue is like super specific. I'm sure I don't know anything about yeah. lung tissue. I, I guess a lung is a lung. Yeah. Just, I was, you have just size. You don't, you don't have a full lung either. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's true. I guess it is just a small section. But and uh, it was 1876. And, and also they were kind of just shooting from the hip back then. Yeah, I believe it's I mean, lung tissue. I believe it's lung tissue or a baby's lung tissue. It's either a horse or a child. Meat falling from the sky. <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mrs. Crouch 
uh, one of the only witnesses to the event. It was it was a woman and her husband. They just saw and like the only reason people believed them is because all the meat they collected all of it and were like, we don't know where this came from. Like we don't <laughs> know. Little, they're like we doubt you scattered little t- little tiny pieces of meat for hundreds of yards around here. But who they, knows? One they, the help but think back in eighteen. They did it so that a podcast would talk about them in twenty twenty two. That's why they did it. I would think food back in 1876. You're not. You're not going to be. Yeah, you're probably wasting, not wasting a wagon, a full wagon of fresh full meat. Of meat. Yeah, that's that's a pretty I, precious resource. That's actually a great point. Like they probably did taste that's a it lot to of see money. If they could salvage it. I mean, why not? I I probably wouldn't do it now, but back no. in 1876, I think I'd be trying the mysterious singed yeah. sky meat. If there was I sky agree. meat falling down in my yard, probably not going to touch that. But <laughs> five second rule. She said, uh, the lady who saw it, she said that the meat was coming down at a straight or sloping angle, okay. uh, where some of it was promptly eaten by the family dog who became seriously ill afterwards. Oh, okay. Well, maybe if the dog is becoming seriously ill, maybe I'm not trying it. Right. I mean, not a great sign. <laughs> she said she also saw a blood-like substance on the fence rails, which was interesting too. It's like, what? I just want to know, like, was there liquid too, or is it just- Yeah, are we, are we just talking chunks? Uh, this one could be a really fun situation where like a cow got struck by lightning mid like <laughs> methane gas bloating and exploded. Something <laughs> that's fun actually, like, that's a pretty solid theory. That's, or like it got caught in a tornado and it carried right. in the wind. Yeah, I'm just going for the practical possible uh, ways it's gonna yeah. happen. You, so, you, they're so not very likely. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm doing this for our listeners. <laughs> you're playing devil's no, yeah. advocate that's right you got you have to that's because the thing. So, is that is that truly more likely than the other option and i don't think the answer is yes there's a there's a couple what is the other option Let's there's a couple it. options actually okay uh, okay the first is what josh is kind of saying um a big theory for a while was that there was a water spout that carried remains across but there's no that they got, that got debunked because there's no big bodies of water near there. There's I was no, gonna say Kentucky is really pretty heavily landlocked. Right. <laughs> I don't know if water spouts are very common on lakes, but that's interesting. Right. Um, and then another theory, the biggest one that also got debunked was that it was a flock of vultures who, because hmm. when vultures uh, need to escape quickly, they throw up everything that they've eaten and <sighs> like fly away to make themselves lighter. <laughs> Fun fact, um, but it was there was so much meat; it would have had to have been hundreds of vultures. They said, like, I was there's just say, and all of them simultaneously eat. vomiting over the same little square footage, charring the meat. When you when you and the when you and the boys all throw up to escape, <laughs> yeah, we've all done this. We've all been Me there. And the fellows pull up. <laughs> this, start vomiting. My, this just happened to my buddy last week. Actually, <laughs> happened to my buddy, no joke. Eric. No joke. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so that's so there's a couple theories like a lot of them I, the thing is about all of this it still hasn't been proven what it was and yeah there is a uh there's a picture at the top of this article obviously you can't see it but there's a sample of the meat in a little glass vial oh um, that'd be that'd be a great piece for the shelf yeah Absolutely. i'll show you guys but she's sampling my meat oh you can't really <laughs> see it okay you can't really see it <laughs> just drop in the chat uh, yeah, give me a little airdrop. We'll put it on the Instagram post. I'll drop in the chat. But that's right. Yeah. So that's uh, the Kentucky meat shower is just the name alone. It's like I, it's it's tasty to say. I feel it like is. it just rolls off the tongue. 
So you can tell it's a juicy story immediately. Have, uh, oh, it's it, juicy. It's, it's juicy, all right. Have you guys seen Nope yet? Yes. Nope. I, I'm a, When you first mentioned the Kentucky meat shower, I was thinking of that scene where, you know, very mild spoilers, but the UFO is hovering watch it over, over their too. house. Well, you know, it's like an alien movie, right? Okay, maybe I'll watch it. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty cool, actually. You should watch it. I think um, you like it. There, there's a scene where this UFO is hovering over the the farmhouse, though, and it just starts to like basically rain blood and guts onto the house. And I was, I was picturing it like as visceral as that, but it sounds like it was a little bit. It wasn't quite like blood and guts style meat. It was more of just weird chunks. It was. It was like unidentifiable chunks of yeah. meat, pieces of people and things. Like that's a lot of the comments on Reddit were saying. That sounds like nope, or just yeah. nope. That's so weird because you know, they predicted so this not, movie. It's not at an angle, so nobody was like doing like a sweet prank where they're like, "Let's catapult some leftover meat chunks onto you know you, the, you wouldn't the old lady's farm." A consistent rain, though, and yeah. it's just she would she would say because the thing is like it would. I feel like if it was launched from somewhere, it's gonna fall in one one vat. I mean, like just like a yeah. splat. But they and said it's gonna it come rained. at a low angle too. It's not gonna right. come straight down. It came at like a rain type angle, like as if she was. Did they say how long rain. it was going down? Five to ten minutes. They said. Okay. Damn, that's, that's a that's a long time. It's consistent. <laughs> like, well, I that's, yeah, that's I just I can't imagine experiencing that. And it's pre like flight, obviously. So yep. I'm trying to like there wouldn't be like an airplane dumping anything in 1878 or whenever it was. And not meat. No, it's so odd. You know what's interesting too um, is that uh, the right around that time, sorry, the same week that this happened, uh, Alexander Bell patented the telephone and made the first call. Was it about the meat shower? It was probably about the meat shower. <laughs> I'd be calling people. <laughs> Have you heard? <laughs> Have you heard? Extra, extra. <laughs> The first, the first telephone call was them saying hello to each other, and then the second telephone call ever made was them discussing the Kentucky Beach. Bro, show. there was meat raining in my yard for 10 minutes. You wouldn't believe it. It was crazy. <laughs> you are not going to believe this. Uh, yeah, bro, get down here, bro. You got to see this. What, what do you think was more unbelievable at the time? That they were like, somebody's talking to somebody else through a wire? Okay, bullshit. I believe the meat shower more than that. Like, I would fair. buy the meat shower before I buy the telephone. Valid. I still haven't bought the telephone. I, I don't I understand about it, it to this day. I, ha- I have a cube in my hand that transmits me to anywhere on earth. I think about shit. it all the time, just what it's doing. You know what I really think about is the the cassette tape with the aux cord in it that we used to have. That, that is the act of Satan. That doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> That's a tool of the devil. I literally don't know how that thing works. If you that bought one of those, you mind. made some sort of unholy pact with, uh, with the Dark Lord. You're, I'm sorry, but it's over for you. How are you? How are you no getting explanation? Quality sound through a cassette tape. I'm streaming Spotify. I'm, on tuned, a I'm tuned to a radio station that has nothing going through it. <laughs> and then I've got my phone plugged in to a cassette tape. I hope it was worth, music. I hope it was worth eternal damnation just so you could listen to acid rap in your 2002 Toyota Camry. I, well, I what hope, was I supposed I to do? Just sit there and silence it out of it. Yeah, because. <laughs> I can't listen to it. Star 94 for, for any longer. Especially not for my 10-minute commute. <laughs> yeah, my, my six-minute drive to high school. I couldn't <laughs> do it. 
need the perfect two and a half songs for that drive. I had those I had couple songs soul. from FIFA. Yeah, dude, I blast those. <laughs> from the FIFA. SSX soundtrack, the FIFA soundtrack. Yeah, it was like either I'm on the FIFA playlist or on the SSX playlist. This is probably for another time, but I we we should rank uh, video game soundtracks because there are just some solid ones out there. Heaters like out there. SSX, Tony Hawk, but the Kentucky Meat Shower. Back man. to the Meat Shower. I don't know. Hear about it. That's weird. So That's did they really ever weird. land on any like sort of plausible scenario, or are they just truly like throwing their hands up in the air? Like we have the, no idea what happened. The Vulture explanation was the closest they got. But even that was still debunked by like certain people. So it's kind of, yeah. it's like contested, but there's no legitimate hard answer. There's no concrete proof or like conclusion rather. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Well, that is certainly very strange. That's the Kentucky meat shower, man. That's crazy. Now, I can you visit the site? Before. Can you visit the site of it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Someone on Reddit said this happened like three miles from where I live. <laughs> I'd be moving if I that that was the case. I'd get right. out of there. I'd be moving to there, and I'd be setting up. Yeah, I'd buy the property. Nets. Yeah, I'd just be throwing out. All. I'd be going to the delis every so often and just throwing roast beef slices, just kind of around the property. Well, look, I mean, have you ever seen the price of chicken wings these days? I'm going out there. I'm setting up buckets, and I'm catching it like rainwater. I'm, I'm right. taking That's it to fair. the black market. It's I, hey, they catch rainwater meat shower i mean hey i got a bucket of mystery meat right here oh honey the the meat got into our rain tank again i like Gosh, how to throw it out i like the way that they described it too it's like it wasn't a meat sprinkle it wasn't a meat downpour <laughs> it was a meat shower so it's like a inner like a moderate amount of something falling from the sky <laughs> this ain't no meat sprinkles son this is a meat this is a full-on meat shower it's I've not meat storm meat. not quite it's That's not bad right. it's not so intense but <laughs> i've seen understand. a meat sprinkle this is not a meat sprinkle. <laughs> Ain't even close. Ain't no meat drizzle. Ain't even close. I got some meat drizzle for you. But uh, speaking Little of uh, weird things happening on farms and ranches and things. That's right. These, are, these actually, all three of ours ended up sort of interconnected somehow. Because they're all they the did. same thing, just kind of fascinating. Yeah, we're on the same wavelength here. But uh, Josh, uh, do you, uh, you got anything for us? Yeah, we can kind of just dip our toe in a little bit. To- right. A little bit of a little craziness. It's a little spookiness, a little wackiness. I figured it would be a good time to kind of get back into our Skinwalker Ranch topics. I mean, I know we've mentioned it at some point in the past. Our but roots. It's always nice to kind of you know, retouch on what made us famous. <laughs> Skinwalker Ranch, for those who don't know, UFO hotspot in Utah and also perhaps a site of some Navajo voodoo slash witchcraft slash oh that's right it is haunting like a, not a burial ground but or it, it might be who's to say it's I like a little bit of everything it's when like it was, it's when it was it's aliens the, it's military activity it's got everything yeah it's, it's got it all yeah apparently when it was bought in like the 90s that's when it kind of got like more famous but it had been kind of having the same paranormal type of like interaction and ufo type stuff well before that but not like well known but i yeah. think when the people bought it in the 90s they were like the people they explicitly bought it from were like you have to call us before you dig anywhere <laughs> right. So, right the big thing was no digging yeah they're like don't dig anywhere unless we tell you you can which is already like red flag number one um right. But I think if I remember right, and please feel free to interject if this is wrong, 
I have a lot of going on in my head. Um, we have the fact checkers standing by. They're ready. When the people moved in in the 90s, like one of the first few days they were there, they saw a large wolf. Is this correct? Does that sound right? Yep. I have no knowledge of that. Okay. Uh, it's, we're going to say it's right. <laughs> and they, they said it was like 400 yards away when they first saw it, but then they could still tell it was pretty big. And then it kept coming towards them. Like it was like almost like how like a tamed animal would be like, not really yeah. like pausing mm-hmm. and like looking at them, you know, just kind of walking just straight trots to up. Them. Yeah. Yeah. So they said eventually it got close and it was huge. Like it was like up to their chest, this wolf. And it was like just kind of hanging out with them. And then eventually they said it made like a beeline for their like cattle uh, corral thing. Oh and like gosh. picked one off like oh, at the shit. gate. And he and turned around they, and started speaking Latin to them and walked on his he, hind he legs. He said away. their full name and then a random day 40 years later. And then, <laughs> you know, no, not, not quite. That's uh, not yet. Anyway, but so this thing was like, whatever, eating this calf. And then they said they... They were like hitting it and then like they shot it with like a 357 Magnum several times and it like didn't even like flinch. And then I think it eventually just kind of like walked away. And then like they said, like they said its tracks just kind of disappeared after like so far. It just like the tracks just like were the ground had not changed at all and the tracks were just gone. Damn. So that's like how they first kind of walked up. But then also they said like when they first got the place, it looked like everything was like boarded up. Like they were like expecting like someone trying to like break in or something. Like they had like <laughs> like bars on the windows and like chains and stuff. Jesus. Everywhere. Right. Like tin cans on a string, you know, yeah. type. <laughs> Which is exactly what you want to run into when you buy a ranch yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Well, that's what my apartment looks like right now. So that's, <laughs> it's, I, I don't see anything wrong. With yeah, that. there hasn't been like, like, you know, UFO activity or anything. That's just kind of my own personal style. I just like to be prepared. I don't know what to say. That, I mean, I remember, I remember hearing um, that that was like, yeah, that was the first encounter. And uh, I was watching, I think I was watching like the Skinwalker Ranch series that they've got. Mm-hmm. Um, and they go, there's this mine shaft that they go over to and like you can hear some crazy stuff coming up from below it's like this grate that they stand on you look down and it's just it sounds like yeah i would not be standing over that it sounds like screaming or something crazy and like when they try to dig i don't need to see that it's just weird like things pop up or like the uh the machine stops working like Mm -hmm. there's a reason why you can't dig over there um they were saying also um like random like stuff would just disappear like this guy was like had a post digger that's like you know those things weigh like probably 100 pounds or more oh yeah and they said like he would just like leave like the post digger like in the ground like when he was doing something like come back like five minutes later and it would just be gone and they'd find (laughs) it later like 100 feet up a tree like nowhere near where they were (laughs) just like little things like that just like consistently happening so be honest. Also, oh, go ahead. There was also uh, in regards to that thing that they saw when they first got to the ranch. Um, on the TV series, this is on uh, Discovery Plus, I think. Uh, Secrets of Skinwalker Ranch. That's the show. Hmm. Um, they set up cameras and everything, and they actually caught something uh, in the daytime. 
they put a bunch of cattle or a bunch of sheep in like a pen, not to like bait anything, but just they just were just in case. In, yeah, they were just like out there, I guess. I was gonna say, is this like the T Rex uh, enclosure from Jurassic Park where they just <laughs> right. the, the goat just sitting there? It was there the, on the main rope. inspiration. <laughs> See, they that's the thing. They make sure uh, they really care about the animals. Like they were trying to protect them, and they like put them in this high fence. But they got this video of something going through, and it looked like it was on all fours. Then it kind of stands up, and it's grainy footage, which is oh, such wow. a it's like all, a classic. But uh-huh. it. Uh, they go out to the pen. They rush out there, and this thing is dead. the The sheep is dead. It's like middle of the day, and then they go back and look at the tapes, and there's something terrorizing the sheep. You can hear them. They heard the sheep as yeah. it was happening. Like it's just crazy stuff over there, man. A lot yeah. of livestock mutilation too. Yeah, nothing creeps me out like a good grainy trail cam photo uh, of so something scary. mysterious. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> You don't need to see that. Well, that's the whole like chupacabra legend is that it's like a giant kind of dog like thing and it goes and it drains the blood out of livestock, right? Isn't that? Yep. Kind of so, a, yeah, specifically draining the blood. Oops. Yeah, chupacabras at the that. Alamo. So, must see that's film true. For, any, for any viewer. <laughs> that's how we won essential viewing. <laughs> we made a treaty with them, an alliance with the chupacabra race. That's, they won't tell you about that one. That's the, the secret history of the United States. <laughs> it's the it's the first thing they tell the new president when he gets uh, sworn in. <laughs> they, they, they put him into off. a dark room. Yeah, and they're like, first of all, we killed JFK. We will do that to you. Also, we do have an alliance with the Chupacabras. So also, please keep that and they are real, and there's multiple. Also, you remember the Alamo? <laughs> well, don't tell I me you got a story for you. Skinwalker Ranch is crazy though. There's there's like so much to dive into with that. There's I mean because it's been there really been, is and since the nineties. I mean there's even but like truly something like, for everyone. Like, then people in the nineties think like wrote a book maybe which got yep. it like blown up yes. huge. But like there was like sightings like documented like well well earlier than that like yeah sixties and seventies I think. And there's so, uh sorry go ahead. Oh I was just gonna say so be honest right. You're in the year 1990. You just bought yourself a luxurious ranch out in the middle of the desert. You roll up, and the first thing that the previous owners do, you know, they hand you the keys, they're like, good luck. And they're like, by the way, don't dig anywhere on this property. You, you maybe think, okay, that's a little weird. But then night one, you encounter the giant, you know, four foot tall dog that shirks off 357 Magnum and, and steals one of your cows. Are you staying on this ranch any longer? Absolutely not. I'd be out so fast. <laughs> hang on. The bags aren't even unpacked yet. I'm Look, out of there. The year is 1990, and you, you just spent every dime on this ranch. Okay? I'll rebuild. You're, you're, you're out of there either way. I'll, I'm gone. I'll find, I'll find, I'll find it, a I'm family out. member. Okay, I can earn some more money. I, I can't not get killed by the giant chupacabra dog. In the, in I'd have, the I'd have a few dollars house. left I could, I could do something with. I'm I'll selling the cattle. If it was uh if like 90s definitely got to take finances into account but if this is If it's like, like 1890s then yeah I'll say exactly I'm chilling true, true. I'm going to chill I got my my, my 12 kids and we got our muskets and we're going to defend the land 12 kids 12 muskets it's an army But like right now ooh, yeah mm. the modern era maybe you're like yeah maybe this internet boom will be will I'm hopping in maybe I can I'm hopping in the Buick of and I'm getting out of there <laughs> Yep my Pinto uh-huh. I'm out hopping in the Atrex CD what are you doing, Brad? Are you staying? You chilling? I don't know. I, I I feel like 
I would just never sleep again if I were to try and stay. I, I might I might be like, all right, night one, maybe it's a fluke. Okay. You know, there's just giant coyotes out here in the woods. But chest you know, high. Maybe chest high muscular wolf, dude. I, I do think the breaking point though would be if I find a mine shaft that I hear the screams of the damned coming from, that I think would probably push Yeah, me that'd be enough. Yeah. I was going to say too, to add to like the legitimacy of, uh, well, this might not make it legitimate, but there's been a couple celebrities. Uh, Post Malone was one, obviously. <laughs> he did uh, go, yep. Demi Lovato has a whole alien show <laughs> and she went there too. <laughs> to I do not trust, I do not trust Demi Lovato's. Uh, Demi Lovato is going to help Discourse. the workers work through their trauma on the <laughs> ranch so that they can move on. I do trust Post Malone. be successful so. too. I trust Post Malone because he's out there with like he's a truth a seeker. Five, five, there. six assault rifle in <laughs> hand. Like right. He, right. he's he's prepared out there. He's yeah, like, that I'm not ready now. to pump a couple rounds and then that that comes as well. Yeah, he's gonna get some <laughs> warning shots to him. I think it's a really interesting genre of alien whatever is like celebrities who really do buy into it or they visit yeah. sites. Like ugh, to have the resources to go would be so. Well, cool. you know, it goes back to Hollywood and demonic. So. That too. That's, that's true. That's true. They've already met them just wearing suits and ties. They're just they're like, they're, why don't you come out to the desert? I'll it's, show you who I really am. It's the hot dog meme. We're all trying to find out who <laughs> these skinwalkers are. We're all trying to figure out what a skinwalker is. His skin's like melting off. I mean, like, Post Malone just like grows hair and like stands up, like arches his back. <laughs> There's like a very obvious zipper on the back of his head that like leads down his spine. <laughs> He's shaking his head. You can hear the zipper. Like, <laughs> we're all trying to figure out who did this. That could be anyone. Uh, that could look, be anyone. Pal. We're all regular human beings with regular human being physiology. Man, Skinwalker Ranch, though, it's, that's a huge topic. There's and, like, so that's much like, we haven't even, like, the UFO, like, stuff oh, yeah. that's been spotted there is, like, I mean, off the charts. It's There's, crazy. like, hundreds, really yeah, of, of, like, the like the light spheres, you know, yeah. like, the, the orb kind of UFOs. There's I mean, stories, like, all the way, like, sightings. back to, like, well, like, a long time ago there with, like, oh, yeah. like, orbs of light traveling around and yeah. following them and stuff. Oh yeah. It's interesting too cuz they um it's like they uh wow, I just lost my train of thought. You're doing great. Been a big the, day for you. You filing your taxes. Now you got to report the bond. You're the only man I know who files his taxes in October. What's going on there? It's an extension which you've probably uh, okay. never heard of cuz you've had <laughs> one job to file for. <laughs> and That's I have true like six to eight employers that I'm waiting for like the 1099s to get back. Mm, it's just classic. a whole thing. However, you're going to finish it up just in time to do it again next year. Yep. I mean, it's, it's coming, but we're all good now. So that's good. Um, but for Skinwalker Ranch, they, the, a big thing was that it, it's apparently there's parts of America that are, they call them nexus points or like mm -hmm. something in regards to like the energy that it exudes or like Ooh. the, um, and that has to do with the burial grounds that are there too. They're, it's all correlated. Like there's all, um, cause like their energy readings of the magnetism, that's what mm -hmm. it was. They read yeah. like the energy levels and the magnetism of the site. And it's apparently a lot stronger. Like you feel something, you just feel there's something about that place. It's yeah. like a really special area. And that's why there's a lot that happens there. Oh yeah. It's, I mean, like, again, it's, it's literally everything. It's aliens, it's cryptids, it's ghosts. It's, it's got it all. One stop Which, shop. <laughs> it's the one stop shop. 
Um, did, did they ever say how it got the name Skinwalker Ranch? I'm assuming it's because specifically, yeah, it's, was it like a native thing? Where the, like, that's where the these, Navajo yeah. witch thing. Let me read the definition thing I got pulled up. Navajo, Navajo, which thing. I think it was. They, that's, they defined it with that creature that, they, that you were talking yeah. about. Yeah, it's, it's like the shaman-like shapeshifter. Uh, yeah. Where is this? Right. Hold on. Oh my this gosh. is a big article. Hold on. Yeah, the shapeshifter thing. Okay, crazy. here we go. The name Skinwalker comes from Navajo tribe, describing a type of shaman that practices bad or black magic, and the ranch has captured popular imagination from that. So I guess it's, yeah. I think also part of the, you have to like, to become a skinwalker, you have to like kill like a close relative or something too. Yeah. That's and like eat their right. flesh. Oh yeah. Yep. So yeah, that's really normal. And you know, <laughs> look, they, they practice bad magic. I'm fine. That's not what you want to hear. <laughs> bad I mean, magic yeah. is such a scary concept. It's it's weird because like I don't really believe in like like people doing like witchcraft and stuff. I, I don't know if there's really anything to that but then the moment i hear about somebody who's like oh somebody you know the witch lived in that house or somebody you know some satanist was over here doing something i'm like ooh, and i'm immediately like i'm never going there ever I, that's I feel, like, I feel like with like black magic bad magic or magic in general I take no chance this person, no good man there's no good magic if this person has a strong enough will to believe they can curse me i don't <laughs> think i'm gonna try and i don't want to find out I don't Either way, I don't need to find out. Yeah, count me out. It's not going to work <laughs> out for us. Man, Skinwalker Ranch though, it's cool. Oh yeah, love um, that place. Got to visit sometime. Pilgrimage. That would be a really cool little field trip. It'd be really fun. He like, picks field trip. How far is that from Utah? Is that still you probably? It's, it's in what, Utah, Arizona? but Utah. It's in, okay. it's in Utah, but I don't know what part of Utah. It's yeah. less than ten hours. Utah is pretty uh, scarcely okay. populated in some areas, so it's probably say, there. Get a couple of hot spots. That's there's it. like there's like you know the highways that go north and like east and west, and yeah. then there's nothing else. Prime <laughs> territory for uh, a skinwalker to walk around. Yeah, leftover from the previous age. That's right. And it's really, I feel like at this point, especially in America, we have so little. I mean, there's a lot of our land that's unpopulated, but the areas that don't have a lot of people is usually yeah. where you'll find things like this, which makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Love to um, see it's that. out there, man. I mean, it's literally like you have There's like nothing. your population centers where like it's like normal everyday life. And then it's literally nothing. Yeah. It's like you'll see like a farmhouse and then like you'll drive for 10 minutes and you can still see the farmhouse and then something else comes into view. Yeah. <laughs> like that's it. Just flat land. That's right. Prime time for... Aliens and whatnot. Mm -hmm. That's right, baby. Well, um, I also have something sort of uh, Native American tangent. Um, have you guys ever heard of these tales of giant human skeletons being found across yes. the United mm -hmm. States? I'm very into this. Um, yes, <laughs> I love. I love hearing about giants. This I I like did not expect to get as deep into this as I did, but I I went I really went for it, which uh, you know I'm because I was originally I, I told you guys I was investigating. This is also sort of directly related to Skinwalker Ranch, but it was it was about a ghost flu, uh, but that sort of panned out to be nothing very exciting. It was just people basically said that there's this sort of phenomenon where after you experience something in Skinwalker Ranch or in these like 
paranormal hotspots. Oh, it it yeah. kind of like follows you around basically. Like even after you leave and go home, I you still some, experience some paranormal stuff. I got something to say about that actually. Okay. I think it's not like an illness or a sickness. I think that when people experience basically the feeling of seeing something you've never seen before. So like if you do have a sighting straight up of a skinwalker or like an alien, whatever, I feel like it follows you around because you're now kind like whether or not you want to admit it, you're aware there's something else going on. Like you're on alert at all times. Right. Like your, your world gets bigger. You're noticing more <laughs> and they called it. I mean, it's funny. They call it a sickness. I feel like it's just awareness. Like <laughs> You get the bug for it. Exactly. That's right. Well, uh, I'm also taking it back to the 1800s uh, to start us off here. So right as you, uh, as you may know, so, Back 1800s, this sort of archaeology boom happens after uh, King Tut's tomb is found. Uh, there was like this huge sort of like archaeology frenzy uh, because of a lot of ancient Egypt stuff uh, that they were unearthing at the time. Everybody wants to be in the textbook. Everybody yeah. wants to be in the textbook. Everybody wants to be the first to find something cool. Everybody wants to uh, sell priceless Ooh, historical um, artifacts to museums. This is like really vaguely related and really quick. Yeah. I think it was it uh, the amount of time that's passed from now to when Cleopatra was alive is, is a shorter amount of time than Cleopatra to when the pyramids were built. Is that true? That is correct. Yeah. I think. Right. Isn't yeah. that sick? That's Just wild. like thinking about Crazy. time. It's yeah. Like it, that she doesn't was, that just like doesn't make any sense to me but <laughs> <laughs> she was just here it's like the Anne frank and the martin luther living at the same time thing. oh yeah. yeah 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 same like same birth year right yeah that's crazy <laughs> yeah oh my gosh anyways uh so this archaeology boom is happening and you know over in america we're kind of like well you know we don't have a lot of ancient civilizations kind of in the same way that places like the middle east or, or africa are kind of you know that cradle of life uh area is uh, but what we do have is we have a lot of Native American or what we thought were Native American uh, burial mounds and, uh, you know, kind of ancient Native American sites. Right. So uh, as you know, as we did at the time in the 1800s, we decided to uh, go ahead and go ahead first and just start to like desecrate these uh, ancient uh, places uh, where they would bury their dead. And lo and behold, all these reports start flooding in of people finding giant skeletons. Uh, so giant humanoid skeletons uh, reportedly between eight to 14 feet tall. So these were, these were some big MFs. Wow. Say that uh, one more time. 18 to 20, eight, eight to 14 feet tall. Not quite, not quite 20 okay. feet, but uh, yeah, still, <laughs> That's still some big boys. Yeah. I you'll mean, think about how tall you'll notice some, in the room. If somebody were to walk up to you who is seven feet tall, think about twice the size of that person. <laughs> two shacks stacked on top of each other walking by. <laughs> two, two, shacks two shacks hanging out. So not only are they reportedly finding giant skeletons, but they're also finding giant tools, like giant axes and giant hammers that are like Whoa. far too big. Oh, that's for sick. your that's average so human cool. being to uh to be swinging around, right? So of course, you know, there's also some other oddities here where they were saying that these skeletons uh, had six fingers and six toes on each hand. And the strangest part is that they say that they have two rows of teeth 
on each jaw. So on their top jaw, two two rows of teeth, front and back, bottom jaw, front row and a back row of teeth. So oh my god, fucking That's load crazy. of chompers. Yeah, and they're shark. Basically, wow. yeah. And uh, they were all molars, so it was like they didn't have like canines oh, oh. or like incisors. Munch. You know, they're just going like just flat. Yeah, just powerful, powerful teeth. Like herbivores, kinda. That's kind of what it seems like. Yeah, but I think you that's think, like yeah. Can, molars, I think you need canines yeah. to be a carnivore. ripping, right? Which, which is for ripping uh, molars for chewing. Exactly. Um, but what, what if they, they made the smaller humans chew their food and then or. Or I was gonna say maybe maybe if you're big enough and your jaw is big enough, you just don't give a shit. You you're swing your axe at them everything. and then you yeah. The um, big tools is crazy. It's pretty wild. Yeah. Um. So they say also there's sort of like a, a discrepancy on what they would say. Uh. So a lot a lot of the physical description comes from Native American myths. Uh. But you know these these bones are supposedly what people had found at the time. Uh. But according to Native American myths, they would either be they would have white skin and red hair or or white skin and, and dark hair, but they would always describe them as, as being white skin, which is obviously odd because Native American people aren't typically uh, very right. fair skinned, especially not at that time. So um, it's so that's that's what kind of corroborates some of these, uh, you know, findings, supposedly, is that there is a lot of Native American tribes where their kind of mythology, their, their lore, if you will. Uh, talks about them kind of warring or being terrorized by a race of of these fair-skinned giants. Um, I mean, they're just they had to be just picking on them. Like, <laughs> I mean, look, height? you're 14 feet tall. Native American people were not very tall, if I'm remembering. No, they're right. like so five feet tall. I was right. gonna say you're 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 maybe like five four, five six at the most. And some dude who's 14 feet tall walk, walks up, he's probably gonna start you know bullying you a little bit. But uh, they they did describe these guys as as being especially vicious. Uh, they were cannibals, so they would eat each other and uh, human beings. Oh wow! Uh, and they also, again, I don't know if this is just something because it was like the 1800s, but they would describe them as sexual deviants. Uh, which Whoa. at the time I'm like, does that just mean that they're like they're gay and this is the 1800s and you're like, oh, they're sexual deviants or were they actually up to right. shit? I don't know. Um, I feel like it's just that they wanted to procreate with the humans for sure. Like that's which, we'll we'll get into that a little bit. We'll get into that a little bit. So um well, the edge yeah. of my seat. there's literally like hundreds of newspaper reports that you can look up uh that say, you know, that you know, oh discovery of giant bones in this burial mound. And there are like thousands of these burial mounds across the entire country it's not even just isolated to the east coast or you know kind of tribe hotspots but they are everywhere if you look up a map it's like basically the entire country is full of them that's crazy um and what's interesting is that certain uh native american tribes say that they did not build these mounds even though we commonly know them now as native american Indian, burial mounds yeah. Um, some of them are like either they were here when we got here, uh, but we didn't build them, so we don't know where the fuck they came from. Not I Ooh, don't like that. Not I yeah, and this is uh some of these discoveries not just reported in America, uh, also the Middle East, uh, the UK. I know there's some in like Scotland, um, I think some in Ireland even. Um, 
and Afghanistan. The Afghanistan. The you, oh yeah, we talked about that last year. We talked about that. Right. Uh, certain listeners, uh, certain astute listeners, may remember the giant of Kandahar. That's right. Uh, perhaps the last of his kind killed by U.S. Marines. Killed in action. Surprise killed, killed in action. He was. I mean, look, if I saw. Look, to be fair, I'm a Marine. I'm walking around deployed. I'm on duty. I look over and I see a 14 foot tall guy with four rows of teeth running at me and a spear coming out of probably a cave. Fire. Yeah. Especially I don't blame them. I'm thinking the whole <laughs> clip's going in. <laughs> I'm thinking I'm, I'm unloading the clip and I'm reloading. I'm running. Uh, I'm throwing every grenade I got. So yeah. So reports of these worldwide. Right. And then also you have, of course, there's a lot of mythology that describes these races of giants as well. So, of course, you know, you have Native American myths, and I'm going to get into that a little bit. There's, there's some cool quotes from them. Um, you have, of course, uh, the Bible. There are uh, the Nephilim, which are mm. uh, the offspring between humans and fallen angels. They're kind of described as giant, uh, these giant figures. Also uh, described Goliath, as being... Sexual deviants. Sexual deviants. Yeah. Described the same way. Consistent. Uh, Goliath, some people speculate, was perhaps uh, a Nephilim. Uh, Same with the, I think it's the Canaanites. I think they also describe as being giants. Yeah. Uh, That was uh, Moses brought his people to the land. They looked, their spies went over to the promised land and they saw giants. And they were like, (laughs) Yo, yo, chief, help me out. Can't get me out of here. God, you got to strike these fellas down. We, I can't take on Yo, a 12 say, foot. I, I, I'm God, not built I need for you. this, man. <laughs> uh, you also have, uh, a lot of people don't really put this together, but the Greeks and the Romans also have myths of giants in, in the form of, you know, the Greek gods. And especially, I think is interesting, the, the Titans. Uh, yeah. They describe as giants and man-eaters so kind of yeah. lines up with the whole cannibal uh it's like thing there uh, as well yeah like the the amount of overlap with stuff like that and then also you know, i mean not like related but just kind of the same mindset of like the great flood you know like mm-hmm. so many cultures across the world who never like had contact with each other like all kind of report these similar things like in similar yeah. time frames and just really like it's really fascinating yeah. yeah, it's like a matter of perspective. Like you just, all you think about is how would someone at that time describe what they're seeing? Right. And it's it's all over. Like it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, giant. Everybody has an account. Everybody's got an account. There's got to be, be something fair, to it. Right. As as far as mythology goes, dreaming up like, oh, there's a terrifying guy who's like us but larger. That's that's not too big of a stretch of the imagination, right? There's it's very possible that independently. People could arrive at giants. You, you saw I, a guy who was like six foot five. And yeah, and you're like, like that man must have been fourteen feet looking tall. Looking at him, <laughs> right? It's. But I think the sorry, details are what I think is interesting. Is that you know that they're they're kind of described similarly with the the teeth and the extra fingers and being cannibals and deviants. The the fact that that all lines up, I think, is really interesting. Hmm. Um. And so yeah. So uh, also possibly our boy Sasquatch. Uh, who knows? Maybe he's a sort of a descendant, long lost relative. He's a holdout of these giants. Yeah. There's a quick theory that uh, Sasquatches are what humans are uh, not evolved with technology, but like more uh, of the land type. Interesting. Uh, sort of a free range human. Literally, yeah. 
cage free <laughs> cage free humans a mountain man of sorts it makes sense yeah. you grow hair all to... over you're out in the wilderness it's sort of like how if you put a goldfish into a small tank it won't grow very large but if you put it into like a really big tank it'll blow up like it's unencumbered by society so he can yeah it's, it's like if i wasn't put in this tiny little apartment i would i would probably be 12 feet tall yeah you'd be like covered yeah, in hair. i'd be so tall and you'd be dragging around <laughs> tools and you'd have yeah, that's right and i'd be eating tea. my neighbors yeah these um, walls are the only thing keeping us from turning into giants that's right uh so i mentioned you know a lot of reports from the native americans specifically uh so i have here uh, some quotes from uh different tribes right and so start off we have the choctaws um, shout out shout out and let's see in uh we have a, a book from 1899 on the history of the choctaw where it was described as the tradition of the choctaws told of a race of giants that once inhabited the now state of tennessee and with whom their ancestors fought when they arrived in mississippi uh, in their migration from the west their tradition states that the Nahulo, which is a race of giants, was of wonderful stature, meaning they're big boys, right? Big. Uh, so big. let's see. They also said that the Nahulo came to be used uh, to describe all white people, but it originally referred to a giant white race with whom the Choctaw came into contact when they first crossed the Mississippi River. So again, sort of a common description there. Uh, you have the Comanches where uh, we have, this is such a sick name, Chief Rolling Thunder of the Comanches. Oh, Dude, the Comanches uh, are so sick. So sick. <laughs> look, look up the videos of their archery style. <laughs> they're the ones like, they're the ones like laying underneath the neck of the horse full speed, like picking people off. Why, why oh do you think they need gosh. that? You think they need that to hunt bison and deer? No, they need it to hunt giant people who are yeah. slinging boulders across the valley. Yeah, That's honestly, like that, it, it, that adds up for sure. <laughs> Uh, he gave the following account in uh, 1857, says, innumerable moons ago, a race of white men 10 feet high and far more rich and powerful than any white people now living, here inhabited a large range of country extending from the rising to the setting sun. Their fortifications crowned the summits of the mountains, protecting their populous cities situated in the intervening valleys. Yo, I've seen this guy before. He was he was standing in front of me at this concert. <laughs> yeah, I actually just saw this guy the other day. That's crazy. He was easy standing in front of me at every single concert. He, he hounds me down. Um, let's see. The Navajo. Uh, let's see. Uh, from Navajo legend says, a regal race of white giants endowed with mining technology who dominated the West, enslaved lesser tribes, and had strongholds all through the Americas. They were either extinguished or, quote, went back to the heavens. Uh, I don't think they went to the heavens. I think they went uh... below. <laughs> I, I, th I think they're they're going to hell. I think the, I think they the went Comanche down. sent them there, baby. A couple well-placed arrows. Okay, yeah, that's fair, though. If anyone was going to send them back, said, it'd be the Comanches. Back right. to hell, he says, from the neck of the horse. Um, yeah, so there's some there's some more. I know we're running a little <laughs> long right now, but I also want to mention, uh, if you don't find you know separate Native American legends very valid, we also have a quote here from Abraham Lincoln, which some people have interpreted as him talking about Fact check true. Uh, giants. Fact check true. So this is uh, when he was at Niagara Falls in 1848. He, uh, in his speech, he mentions this. He says, it calls up the indefinite past. When Columbus first sought this continent, when Christ suffered on the cross, when Moses led Israel through the Red Sea, nay, even when Adam first came from the hand of his maker. Then as now, Niagara was roaring here. So he's standing in front of Niagara Falls. He's explaining, you know, this tremendous... Uh, 
natural wonder. He says, the eyes of that species of extinct giants whose bones fill the mounds of America have gazed on Niagara as ours do now. Specifically, the bones that fill the mounds of America, uh, species of extinct giants, he calls out. Uh, what else? Um, <laughs> contemporary with the whole race of men and older than the first man, Niagara is strong and fresh today is 10,000 years ago. So he, you know, I, a lot of people, so I, a lot of people have determined that now as uh, mammoths. He's talking about mammoths, uh, which in all fairness, many of these supposed giant findings were debunked as woolly mammoth bones. Okay. Uh, you know, again, all fairness. However, Many. If you're finding a human no. skull with two rows of teeth, that is not that is not a mammoth. Mammoths don't have. I don't actually know if they have teeth or not. They can do. So so that's them. that is that is interesting. So mammoths, herbivores, right? So they would also have okay. no need for incisor teeth. Right. There's you know in all, in all fairness, right? There are uh, there are some reasons. Wouldn't it be sick if like, mammoths were still around? That would be sick. They need to bring them back, dude. They they found a frozen one. Remember that. That's true. They'd clone them, but the gene pool would be pretty limited, and they'd all die anyway. Yeah, be just kind mammoth. of a bummer to bring them back just to watch them die. Yeah, again. maybe just like put one in a zoo for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, some people have determined uh, or have speculated that he was talking about uh, the giants there. Um, so then the question know? becomes: If there is this race of all-powerful, uh, sort of gigantic humans ruling the entire country of the united states where do they go and the answer is that they either were hunted to extinction uh by native tribes right so the thought is because you know these are uh supposedly you know if you're going from a biblical perspective right these are the children of fallen angels and uh and human beings it's probably not that many of them uh you know sprouting up new these days so that's that's a theory right is that they because they supposedly have these longer lifespans and they're these giant people, they don't produce, reproduce as often. That's kind of the nature's rule of thumb, right? Oh, yeah. As well, where yeah. the smaller you are, the more feeble you are, the more offspring you need to have in order to survive. But if you're a giant, powerful race of giants, you probably don't need to reproduce that much. You're kind of the top dog. That's true. Um, but they were possibly yeah, wiped out from wars with native tribes or they interbred with early uh, humanoids and sort of intermingled into the population right and gave birth to the nba <laughs> that's right <laughs> all the guys about. you see we, we all know that shaquille o'neal is part nephilim uh, <laughs> the media the media doesn't want to tell you this that's right big um, nba is is hushing this information that's right so so those are kind of the top two theories on, on why they might be wow. extinct as of now or you know if you want to go from a biblical perspective uh like you mentioned the flood uh is another thought where sort of the the bible's timeline i believe post flood uh or maybe maybe i'm i'm missing this wrong but i don't think they're mentioned in the bible post flood i could be wrong i think the I flood killed them all right yeah. because the purpose was there I mean, if you follow it, just Noah and the family is all that's spared. So, right. There was and, all also, the, and all the animals on the ark. Right. There was also a theory that, um, like, the giants were killed off and, and they their numbers dwindled. But then when the flood came, they fled to the mountains, like the very top. Mm. And that they reside there and into the mountain is what some people say. 
mountains, like wherever. And wherever sure you're enough, in a mountain near Mount you. Olympus, where all of the Romans were like, oh, that's where all the gods live. Wonder why. It's mm-hmm. not just a story. What I was going to say earlier is if you're living in Roman times way back when, I mean, fame is very different there. Like everybody, I mean, it's just different. Like you're not just telling stories like that to just right. tell it because all you get is someone goes, <laughs> Wow, that's crazy. And they go on with their day. Like there's you don't, <laughs> I don't have time anything. for this. I have to sell my bread at the the market before it goes right. bad. Like there's nothing to gain from fabricating stories to that extent. So right. like I have to I go always... watch the gladiators. <laughs> also <laughs> fascinating too, to like, you know, like it, it it's sort of interesting where a lot of like, you know, Buddhist or Christian theology, they're like, oh, well, it's like a different plane of existence. You know, you can't walk to heaven. You can't walk to hell. You can't walk to Nirvana or whatever. But the Romans were like, no, they just live, they live on the mountain over there. You can, I mean, you could go <laughs> see them if you wanted to. Like, are you just chilling the over there, dude? Yeah. I feel like that's <laughs> no, it's that's, over there, that mountain. Yeah. That's where they no, are. They're, they're right over there. No, yeah. We just don't, we don't go, but oh, okay. have you, have you been? You haven't? Okay. Yo, bro, don't, well, I guess you don't, don't go over there, bro. Don't go over there. By the way, they're cannibals and they'll eat you. So maybe don't go. They eat each other, um, so good luck. So, uh, you know, I, I think all of this stuff was was really fascinating when I was digging it up. So I was like, well, surely there's got to be a TV show about this, right? Uh, I stumbled surely. upon History Channel, of course, shout out, the Keeper of Facts. Uh, <laughs> no one doing show, it. Keeper Search of the Search for the Lost Giants, uh, which, I you know, I, I see they got the full first season on YouTube free, right? I'm like, okay, money. That's what, that's what I'm talking about. Money. So, boot up the first episode. I'm thinking it's probably going to be sort of like an ancient aliens type thing, right? Where you have, you know, various experts on to talk about, you know, certain instances where giants were supposedly found. Um, But instead, we have Jim and Bill, who are two brothers from Massachusetts. Trustworthy source. Totally threw me for a loop. Because History Channel, right? You either have the... Country boy, redneck, hunt for the Sasquatch type guys, right? Or you have the sort of pseudoscience uh, aristocracy types that talk, uh, you know, very, very well. But I've never seen two guys that sound like they're straight from the departed talking about cryptid hunting, which is (laughs) so fascinating. It's like those are the kinds of guys that like you would imagine their pride would get in the way of investigations like right. Oh, the the fellas down at the station are going to give me shit because I'm hunting for giants out in my backyard. (laughs) Exactly. But these guys are outspoken about it already. I'm going, I do buy it. Like I whatever they have. They got everything to lose. I'm all in, baby. Right. (laughs) Also, lowest hairlines I've ever seen in my entire life. Like we're talking like. Like an inch of leeway from eyebrow to hairline, like like wow. low on the forehead. Uh, so no, look, no offense, no offense, but I, it was very very noticeable. I was very taken aback. Simply an observation. Yeah, but uh, it's it is it's so funny because it starts off and they got that one they, head. They they one. They got the one head. The one. Head. <laughs> it is, dude. It is a one head. It's not a forehead. <laughs> So it starts off and they're, uh, they want to excavate this tunnel that they have on their property uh, where it sort of correlates to colonial times. Uh, and it's, it's been sealed up uh, for, you know, hundreds of years now at this point. 
Um, but there's always been these sort of myths and legends that, uh, you know, these, these giants, when they would be found or, or the giant royalty, so to speak, would be buried in actual tombs, uh, sort of, you know, like a, not quite like a Pharaoh. They're not building pyramids or anything, obviously, but they're, they're buried to, to avoid looters and stuff like that too. Um, so it's, it's so funny hearing them talking about this because they're literally like, so we're going outside to our backyard and uh, we're taking a look here in the tunnels because uh, we think that there's some giant bones down there. And I'm Sorry, what, uh, what state is this? This is Massachusetts. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. They have so, the most charming accent. <laughs> it's literally, again, I've never heard some somebody from Massachusetts <laughs> talk about cryptids before, but they're like the giant skulls. Okay, they say that they have two rows of teeth. They say that they got giant hands, six fingers. It's wicked cool. It's wicked crazy. It's like hearing a New Jersey person talk about it. Like there's so no no nonsense that like I believe everything someone from New oh, Jersey. Oh, it's says so matter of fact, don't. so frank about it. Yeah, but it's the show. So it starts out very simple premise, right? They're trying to excavate this tunnel, but every episode introduces this new insane left field twist where it starts <laughs> off right. They, they start excavating the tunnel. They move this rock away, uh, this giant boulder that sealed it up. They're, they're looking for these sort of like false walls down there. Ooh. And uh, first of all, what's interesting is that it doesn't seem to be made with tools. It's literally like stacked up rocks kind of on the side of these walls. Uh, it's very like rudimentary, uh, very sort of, sort of caveman-esque, you know, that they would just be stacking up rocks, uh, not building support beams and things like that. Baby's first uh, cave build. Baby's first cave build, exactly. Um, but and so they get down there. The green top. <laughs> and yet, they, they, you 14 feet tall, and yet you got the green top. So, so they bring in this guy to move this stone, right? And he's talking to them. And he's like, well, have you guys, have you guys seen uh, the rock with the inscriptions on it? It's not too far from here. I can take you to go see it. And we're like, just <laughs> this, random, this random guy who comes to help them, like, work this hydraulic crane. Comes out he's of the not cave. even like an expert or anything. Yeah, he's just some guy. He's like, I heard this legend about this rock. I can show it to you. And they go there, and not too far from this site is there's this this stone slab that is like engraved with Latin, like Latin lettering, and there's like dates <laughs> on it. It's it's so it's so strange. The U.S. in the United States. That's yeah. crazy. So again, correlates to like the colonial period, right? And so they're all sitting down there, and they're like. What, what like what the hell is this? Like they're trying <laughs> just to sitting with out. it. They're just so, sitting there like <laughs> already it starts off. And I'm like, okay, so the mystery has deepened a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um lo and behold, you know, they start this whole excavation process. They have to get uh permits from um, you know, this the the local university or local ordinance people to like do this kind of big excavation, and everything. But in the meantime, while they're waiting for that, they do these sort of like treasure hunts around the United States where they're trying to track down physical evidence of giants, right? They're trying to find either bones or photo records or, or things like that. Um, eventually, they, they do track down uh, the lineage of this uh, scientist who's supposedly in one of these newspaper reports uh, had dug up a giant skeleton, so they, so they say. Um, and so commonly what would happen is, is that these findings would be reported and they would send them to the Smithsonian to verify. Um, and we'll get in, we'll get into that a little bit later, but, uh, this guy reports that he passed the bones down to his family and that his family, uh, had them basically generation to generation. And so 
they find uh, out that this person's bloodline unfortunately ended in like the late 1800s. Uh, but they find the last residence that the house uh, or, or that that person was living in. So they go to this person's house and they talk to the new owners and they're like, this is going to sound crazy. Listen, but, but hear me out. Can we scan your home to try and find, see if, if any of these uh, bones remain here? Uh, which is also, so the new homeowners mentioned, they were like, well, we found some photographs in the attic. They bring them down and sure enough, it's photographs of the, not of the bones, not of the bones, but of the last living family member. So they verify that like this person definitely lived here. Um, It's kind of creepy though. They scan their basement and there is a false wall on one of the walls (laughs) of the basement foundation. They, They have unaccounted for space in like a like a and it's sealed up with like stone right so it's not like just like a knock knock hollow wall like they x-ray scan it and they're like there is a void here on the side of this wall and eventually they they kind of they don't crack it open fully but they they crack it open enough to stick a camera in there it's empty uh so what of course what they speculate is they were like well this could have been where they were hiding the bones and perhaps after this person, uh, after this person died, you know, maybe they were ransacked or maybe they were, they were taken or removed. Quick question. Yes. Was, was this where they go down in the, into the basement and it's like a gray kind of square in the, in the basement uh, and they sort of. like bust open the square and they look into it. It's like a room. Yeah, they go they kind of, they go like over kind of the top of it a little bit. I feel like I saw this. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I, I hey, feel like I know what you're talking about. Wow, one of those late night uh, History Channel watches. That was I remember that now though. That is so yeah. These people. Tom remembers it because he was in the house. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> That's right. Tom. Tom is a Smithsonian agent looking to, I got, to cover up history. Tom was on the production a, staff at the History Channel. I got That's up right. to a lot while I was unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so they, they kind of go on these little wacky adventures trying to trace some stuff down. Eventually, they do find uh, two photographs from some archaeologists where they are posing next to giant skeletons, sure enough. Uh, they, they do not find any bones, unfortunately, but they sort of have some experts look at these photos and they say that, you know, assuming these bones are legitimate and they aren't hoaxes and they aren't mammoth bones or whatever, but there's like human shaped skulls on these skeletons. So there's at least part of it's true. But one of the guys, they have him posing next to a skeleton, nine feet tall after they stretch it out and account for everything. Uh, so pretty big boy. Again, wow. This is assuming that he didn't hoax the whole thing for attention. Um, but <laughs> so eventually they go back home and they go back to this tunnel, right? And there's this, I think this is in episode four. He's there, they're giving like some exposition and, and the narrator is like, when you're in a, a town this small, word spreads fast. And, uh, you know, the neighbors have started to take notice of the, the brothers endeavors here to try and find the giant skeletons. And uh, one, of the, one of the brothers comes on camera and he's like, yeah, so my, uh, my neighbor called me up and uh, he said he's got uh, some important information he needs to give to me. So we're going to go and we're going to go check it out. We're going to see what he has to say. <laughs> and so they go there and it's this old man. He looks like just like this ancient guy is wearing like this denim jacket and they're meeting in like his workshop. And he's like, you have to be careful when, 
when you're investigating the giants, there's a curse of the giants. And I'm like, what is happening here? It's like just this old man Where, that lives in their gotta, town. You got when you go looking for it, you got to make sure you bring chocolate, chocolate chip <laughs> ice cream, man. I did. I did go a little Biden there, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> but he's literally like, he's like, I used, to, I used to be a professor. That's that's no joke, man. Look, he, he said, look, Jack, look. <laughs> He says, I used to be a professor. And when I was when I was teaching in Thailand, they had this legend of this city off the coast of uh, Polynesia. And anytime somebody would try and excavate the area or take something from it, they would die the day after. And sure enough, there's this whole like uh, ancient city on, off the coast of this island. It's called uh, Nan Madal. And it sort of has... Interestingly enough, it's sort of a similar construction to this tunnel where it's built with like rough stones just stacked on top of each other. But it's this giant like coastal fort that uh, uh, people, you know, say that uh, there was either giants that lived there or there were like shamans, kind of the same. How do you you spell this? What's that? How do you spell this place? N-A-N-M-A-D-O-L. Nan Madal. Well, there's a typhoon there apparently. Perhaps somebody uh, was trying to remove an artifact and they would, they summon the curse. Oh, yeah, this is cool. But it looks very cool. Look up some pictures of it. Um, Ooh, it's like a little city. It's, it is, yeah. So it's, they again, legend says that it was either shamans or it was giants that built it. Um, fast Whoa. forward later in the episode, they are uh, linking up with this Australian scientist, fellow giant believer, uh, he's flying in from Australia to California. They're going to investigate this uh, this island site, um, it, the, the Catalina Islands, where supposedly a uh, big giant, uh, big giant hub, if you will. I've got so, to go to Catalina. I want to go so bad. It's get out right there, find there. some giant teeth. I've, I've seen it off the coast so many times. I want to go so bad. Did you felt the legend? They're out there. I They're have. waiting for you. Um, so. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they go, they're, they're trying to link up, trying to go to Catalina together. Uh, they get this call the morning that they're trying to go to the island. Australian scientist guy is in the hospital. As soon as he arrives in America, gets sent to the hospital for blood clots in both of his lungs. And he says, I can't make it. He's like, I, as soon as I, as soon as I stepped off the plane, I felt like I couldn't breathe and I had to go to the hospital immediately. So American air is different. (laughs) He must have been flying spirit. He got off at LAX. He said, what is this state? (laughs) (laughs) He's flying spirit into LAX. He said, I've never had to think about air quality before. Um, Yeah, so it's like, I'm thinking Curse of the Giants, maybe, you know? That's crazy. Um, But anyways, the the whole thing kind of goes on, and they they pursue some sort of different leads, and uh, there's only six episodes, right? So get to the very end, six episodes. They, they, the, the kind of cliffhanger ending here, is that on the the tunnel uh, on their property they find another false wall supposedly where they're like there's space there's a void behind here like we're gonna we're gonna dig in we're gonna excavate it um cliffhanger ending they get uh not renewed for season two apparently so damn i'm, I'm pissed dude i want to see is, that footage has got to be there there's no way they were like all right let's not do anything until i need to look up we and get the like, season you know yeah i need to see what just, jim and bill are doing just send no them an email and be like hey let me get that footage what's behind the false wall yeah give them a um, pod 
Yeah, I I love again just the Boston guys looking for giants is so funny to me. <laughs> I I was gonna say too when it comes to like uh, investigative paranormal investigators for TV shows, there's this weird trifecta of balancing the government's wishes and then uh, the TV network's wishes and then what the guys are actually there to do. Right. Like, I do believe these guys are here to investigate, but it sucks that they have to adhere to the rules of disclosure, number one, and then number two, yeah. like make it interesting enough to span over six episodes or like yeah. an eight episode art. Like it sucks. Like, why can't we just, just That's another we, thing need, to, we need a crowdfunded giant hunter yeah. show. So they, they visit this site that was supposedly like a cave where one of these skeletons was unearthed, right? One of these giant skeletons. Um, and they find, uh, as they're kind of digging, they find uh, a tooth. And it looks consistent with a human tooth, but it's much larger, right? Uh, so what they have to do is because it's potentially human remains, they immediately have to report it to the authorities. And they have oh, to kind of no. like hand it over for analysis. Uh, so that's where the real conspiracy kind of stuff starts, where they're like, oh, well, the government, uh, as soon as people find these bones, the government gets their hands all over them. And they take oh away. come on! Um, so this is wouldn't, this is actually interesting, right? So all all of this okay. is to say, where's the proof? Why why haven't people seen giant skulls with two rows of teeth? If these things are real, where's all the proof at? Uh, so like I said, a lot of these were debunked as hoaxes or or fakes. You know, they were either mammoth bones, they were somebody trying to do a roadside attraction, trying to get you know some people coming by. Um, they were either mammoth or mastodon bones. Um, another thing is possible that these were uh, repatriated, which means, you know, there's sort of was this movement where, because, uh, you know, a lot of these museums were pillaging artifacts from Egypt. They were pillaging them from, you know, uh, ancient Rome and, you know, these cultural spots. Uh, and so a lot of these artifacts end up getting returned uh, to right. where they were found. So people were like, well, possible that some of these were repatriated to the native tribes that live where these mounds are. Uh -huh. um, also, uh, like I said, there was some photo evidence, but that is, of course, easier to hoax than having, you know, a femur in your bare hand. Uh, anybody at that time, especially when photographs were very grainy and it's hard to verify exactly what's going on, uh, you could hoax it. And then you have the juiciest line of thought. What if, what if the Smithsonian Museum, where so many of these bones were sent for verification, <laughs> what if they were covering up the whole thing the entire time, deliberately dismissing these as hoaxes, when in reality, we had verified giant bones on our hands? I have read that, or I've read about that, like the Smithsonian, because they were sent there. That's the thing. Like, right. The, they the were... Smithsonian people didn't come to them. They no. were sent to the Smithsonian. The bones are in DC. Like they get sent there. And then I think that was like the big uh, loop that they go through, which is like, we find bones, we send them to the Smithsonian. It's debunked. Like, right. I feel, I mean, that's a, that's a crazy theory. Pretty interesting. Yeah. But the answer, I guess the question is, why would they do that? Because they're the ones running the country. We have, you have the two giants, schools of thought, right? Yeah, the, the secret <laughs> giants are the ones ruling the country. If we know they exist, then you know. <laughs> they're, they're, get, they're like the puppet masters. They get us on the strings. They're... Yeah. 
Uh, so you have kind of two schools of thought, right? If you're going from the biblical side and you're like, oh, well, these are Nephilim. These are these are the children of fallen angels and, and human beings. Uh, the Smithsonian is clearly covering this up because it's evidence that the Bible is is real. You know, that these are, this is a verified account. We have historical fossil evidence of these giants that, you know, correlate to these Bible stories. Then you have the more scientific side of the community, right? And they say, well, the sign that, you know, they're covering this up because they can't account for it in human evolution, right? How do you explain that there were, uh, you know, these giant 14 foot advanced humanoids uh, that just suddenly disappear or that, you know, humans now are in closer and approximation to those heights uh, as opposed to, um, you know, what we are today or why we're, you know, if they supposedly interbred with the, the natives, why were native people, you know, historically so short. So they're like, they can't account for it. These people are, are frauds. So anyways, I know we're going, we're going long here, but I had, I had to go deep with it. I, I couldn't That's stop crazy, following the rabbit man. hole. Man. Yeah. What, uh, what year was that show? What year to come out? Uh, I think you it was know? 2014. So not super recent, but also, uh, there's gotta you know. be a follow-up. I, I gotta I gotta dig into it, dude. I'm see I'm if you hooked. can find like an article or something from those guys. What's behind the wall? Yeah, let me see. Oh, I was gonna add to that actually. Uh, you said this is Massachusetts. Yes. Well, in West Virginia, West Virginia, um, they I watched this whole series about them exploring the the mine shafts over there. Yeah. They. This is actually where I saw that. Um, where they go into the basement, they uncover the thing, they break through the wall. Okay. I think this is in West Virginia, but what's crazy is there are tunnels. I mean, there are serious tunnels, like supernatural or not. There is a huge tunnel system because of all the mine yeah. shafts on the north, south, east, east coast um, that connect all the way up to Massachusetts. And interesting. West Virginia is where you can enter all of these tunnels. There's like a ton. And the like the radioactive tests that they do are off the charts there and all that. Yeah. It's just interesting, is all I'll say. Interesting. Shout out my my coal miner family members. That's right. Respect. I wonder if I had any. Probably not. Mine were in Pennsylvania, though. I was gonna say, were were you you were from Minnesota, right? Your family's from Minnesota. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's a lot of coal mining out there in those days. Probably timber and trapping. Uh, I mean, yeah, maybe we weren't on, maybe we weren't uh, owning the mines, let's say. <laughs> yeah. Not quite. I probably, I probably just realistically. Depending on which half of your family, the, I don't know. Could be a, could be a real toss up. It would be crazy. I, we can maybe cut this out, but it would be crazy to find out that like my mom's, like my, my that mom's white, dad's black. My mom's side of the family owns someone on my dad's side of the family. I'd be a twist. I wonder if there's insane. any accounts of that. Like, probably not. Gotta. Super detailed. Yeah. Yeah, that's Crazy. true. Record keeping was not exactly their strong suit back in the day. Right. That is crazy. I mean, the I want to. It's like for giant skeletons to be in America. Like, I want it to be real so bad. I really want that to be real. <laughs> I just I want to believe. I really do. Right. So so here's here's my my question right that remains is is I'm like okay so maybe the bones are hoaxes or maybe people thought that they were digging up uh, giant humanoid bones when they were in fact mastodons. Where are the why why are the giant tools where are those coming from? Right? Are the mammoths using them? 
Oh, you, you're telling yeah, that's me another this story. A five foot two <laughs> native warrior is swinging around a like 30 pound axe head on top of like a piece of timber. I don't think so. I think on the topic of giants, I did read that um, some tribes would make big um, tools in honor of the giants that they would encounter. Ooh, like a um, sort of a, a gift or something. Like, An yeah, offering. it would be peace offering. It would be like, it'd be in their, their like holy places and stuff. They would keep them there. But like, just to kind of corroborate this idea that there are these giant tools that humans of our size couldn't use. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, speak for yourself, baby. Hey, 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 easy with all that. Yeah, that's anyways. And it's fascinating. I don't, I don't know if I'm quite a believer yet, but I, I want to believe. I know that much. It's like man, just the smallest shred of evidence. I'm all in. That's right. I mean, tell me one bone is real, and I'm in. It's like <laughs> I I gotta find out what happened with that tooth, man. They found I that tooth. Know. We don't have a. We don't yeah, have. A go ahead and call answer. your call your friends down at the Smithsonian. They'll tell you where the tooth. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. They'll say, oh, it was uh, it was a mammoth tooth. Yeah, all right, Bill. Okay, we uh, we got lost. incinerated it. We lost the oh, yeah, tooth we, in our I, incinerator. <laughs> meanwhile, it, it cuts to them going into like the Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull warehouse <laughs> and putting it onto a pile that says <laughs> Nephilim bones in there. <laughs> to the right of the Ark of the Covenant and to the left of the Ten Commandments. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's an intact flying <laughs> saucer in the classified. room. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was my favorite part of the Crystal Skull was just that room. So or was, it was Crystal Skull, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Love that. Man. Good story, Anyways. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. Highly strange, if you will. High strangeness, for sure. Should we do some spooky Discover Weekly to round out the evening? Ooh. Oh, I forgot we get to do our sweet intro for this, too. I oh, know. I've been thinking sick. about it. The whole yeah, we're re- yeah, it's going to sound so good. Hell it's yes. so much fun. I. Uh, what do you boys got for us? I got a fun one. Let's hear it's it. called... Uh, a little backstory. Uh, it's Childish Gambino. It's called Boogeyman. Oh, love that. But Boogie is not spelled like booger. It's spelled like B-O-O-G-I-E. Boogie. Like uh-huh. we're dancing. A um, couple of fun notes about it is that uh, he, Childish Gambino, sampled Hit It and Quit It by Funkadelic. Um, you'll hear that. It's the... Um, and the song is about an African witch doctor. Classic. It's classic. And perhaps appropriate. It's pretty it's pretty appropriate. Some of the voices that he uses and stuff. It's Which album is this on? This is on uh, Awaken My Love. Oh, okay. I guess yeah. that makes sense for the album art too. Right. Right. So the album art for Awaken My Love was also inspired by Funkadelic's album that has Hit It and Quit It, which he sampled for Boogeyman. Same progression. The more you know. But, uh, yeah. Where you this, calls? Is, uh, this is Boogeyman by Childish Gambino. This is definitely going on my Halloween playlist. That bass line is so nice. Oh, my so sweet. Gosh. 
When this first came out, I was so conflicted on how I felt about the vocals, but I've really come around to it. It's, I feel like you have to buy into what it is, like, yeah. as a whole. I think everybody was like, oh, Childish Gambino did because the internet. I can't wait for more of that. And then it was this. Right. He makes some weird choices, but it works. And I think the same with Atlanta, the new season. No spoilers. just love that like the laugh so sick <laughs> perfect fear picks track right that song is so cool love it but yeah if you uh want to know the history behind it funkadelic hit it and quit it that's where that comes from go ahead and just hit it and quit it real quick hit it and quit it you love to see it josh what you got for us well i've decided on an old classic the Ghost on the Shore by Lord Huron. Ooh. Just had its 10-year anniversary, if you can believe that. That and album is 10 years old now. Last week, I believe. Yeah, I uh, I really like this song. It's got a nice eerie feel to it and kind of talks about just this ghost on the shore. Let's take a listen. Hence the name, I suppose. Perhaps. Love a good low intro. Comes through on the Zoom call really nicely. There we go, now I'm hearing it. It is very eerie. Did a little harmonica? Yep. That's so cool. I'm just a man, but I know that I'm damned all the dead seat to know where I am. Love it already. Oh, yeah. I hate to interrupt, but Ends of the Earth has 140 million plays on Spotify. That's good numbers. That's crazy. Oh, I love a good slow build. I used this song. I had to make a soundtrack for a book we read in college. (laughs) Ooh. What was the book called? I think it was like of like the Third Reich, but it actually wasn't about that at all. <laughs> it was like that was like the name of a board game or something that the guy played. <laughs> yeah, people don't know, but Lordaeron, a staunch Nazi. People don't understand that. Never knew. <laughs> That's slander. He's not, he's not. Be, you know, I took me seriously. Feel, this song makes me think of like the beaches of New York. Like a cold beach. Yeah. Yeah. Like gray American horror story type. Like, oh, yeah. Gray beach, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of sad, rocky beach. Not like right. beautiful white sands, Gulf of Mexico. Like you're bundled up. You're not naked. Exactly. <laughs> or bathing suit. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of beaches are you going to, big man? 
no nude beaches man that's so scary to me <laughs> it's so unfair too because like as as a man you have to be but naked like nude to be on the beach right. uh, but women can just go topless They're like oh it's a nude beach it's like i realistically Cheating. i'm wearing i'm wearing a speedo to the to the nude beach for sure right i'm seeing how much i can get away with right many such cases i'm looking good in another way man i can't find out what this book is called but there's <laughs> definitely a game He's backpedaling. He's like, oh, maybe I shouldn't have talked about my third Reich book. I don't, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't have one. You know I don't read. Man, what is this book uh, called? I don't have access to up. my school email, so I can't go find oh, it. Oh, that's, that's true. Yeah, it's syllabus. Hunt down the oh, syllabus. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I'm on my old computer. Hold on. <laughs> Dig through the files. While I, I go to my song. finder. If it'll uh, even open without crashing right, you, my computer. You use this song for your project? Yeah, I had to make a soundtrack based off the book. Oh, cool. Yes. And I had to write a paper about why each song was picked. That's wow. I think at one point, like a body washed on shore. So I thought ah, that, was, classic. that would be in that scene. Is this for graphic design? No. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> we didn't get that. Uh, we were That's a creative class. For graphic design. Hold on. I'm going to find this. I'm While sorting, by, da- that sorting down. by date. Yeah, you can. You can it was, uh, I think you guys must know, it's only a matter of time uh, before this happened, but I have a My Chemical Romance song for us today. Uh, in, in the theme of being spooky and scary and, and a little bit goth, if you will. Spooky sexy. Spooky sexy, that's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a slutty My Chemical Romance <laughs> Halloween, baby. Uh, this is uh, Kill All Your Friends. It's a little, nice. a little more Aww. violent than our other ones, but we're going to see how it Babe. goes. Babe. Scary. I mean, you're my friend, so I guess I'd have to kill you. I got these magnets. <laughs> yeah. Try to go a little more conservative, not so uh, hard rock. That's a thick bass line. My Spotify wrap-up is going to be so embarrassing this year. I feel like I can never escape it. <laughs> it, it the, the truth shines through with the uh-huh. Spotify wrapped. You, you got no skeletons in your closet after that. You can skew the results all you want. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this song is cool. I love it, dude. Yes, we do. I know that's right. I think I found the file, but I have to try to open Word on this computer. So <laughs> we'll see. Give me five to ten minutes. It, it, the, the logo popped up. It's just bouncing. It's trying. Okay. Oh, yes. I found it. It is called The Third Reich by Roberto Bologna. <laughs> We have confirmation. I'm not just going to be white supremacist. (laughs) I was going to die when you were like, oh, it's actually my comp. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, this book's about. (laughs) Anyways, that was Kill All Your Friends by My Chemical Romance. Brad, I love thinking about listening, thinking about you listening to this, like while doing, I don't really know what it is you do for but they like oh, I, just, I gotta bleep that come on now sorry oh <laughs> damn you just doxed me i'm so sorry That's brad if you're when you're editing don't forget to 
got the last part. <laughs> oh, I won't, I won't forget that one. Don't worry. Oh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, me sitting there working on a PowerPoint, just grunging it up. Love that. That's a cool song. That what's what album's that from? Is that recent? Uh, so that's like a weird one. It was like not on any of their like main albums. I, it might have been on an EP at some point. Let me double check. Oh, or it may have been released as a single. The B sides. It may it may have been a B sides. Uh, yes, it actually was. It was from, uh, the Black Parade B-Sides was the name of the album. Ooh, they so got Welcome go. to the Black Parade live on there. That album? That goes hard. They're looking for a cool live album. Gotta listen to that. That's a cool song, though. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, there it is. Fear Picks, episode one of 2022. We got episode one more coming two. at you. We got another one. We got one more. And if you were, if you enjoyed this one, you're gonna love the next one because... We have a very special guest that is not confirmed yet, but <laughs> I did text him right before we started the show. So, so hopefully we'll be getting strange. In. Yeah, hopefully we'll be getting even stranger, if you will. Things might get really strange in here. <laughs> Ooh. I don't want to give away too much. It's Finn Wolfhard is joining us. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine. That'd be sick. Hey, we'll Honestly, see. Honestly, though. Soon. He'll we'll be on soon. That's right. We'll That's see. right. Well, gang, thanks for getting weird with us. Thanks for getting high, getting strange. Uh, nice, we'll strange. see you next time for the last episode of Fear Picks. It's a back to back. You don't have to wait an extra week. That's right. You're, you're getting it soon. So That's stay right. tuned. Stay tuned, everybody. Well, as always, we love you. We love you. We love you. We love you, Shay. <laughs> <laughs> the ghost of Al Capone. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>